0: Uh, I'm here with my very lovely and beautiful mother. Hi, I'm Jeanette. <laughs> Quit the pause there. <laughs> As if there was anyone else. I thought else she was going to keep going. Oh, no. <laughs> I will say, I edit the pauses out of the podcast, so the listeners didn't hear the pause, but that was kind of funny, though, that you just okay. <laughs> didn't say anything. Okay. So. <laughs> Well, all right, today we're going to be answering Google's most asked questions about Disney World. I've been wanting to do this one for a while. Okay. Although then I've quickly found out you can't just ask Google what are the most asked questions about something. You just have to kind of figure it out. <laughs> so the way I did this was I kind of went into Google and put in like the typical, in English, of course, the like how to, like what is, like how much, which can I, things like that. And I just looked up what was like the top ones that are, I, you know, I kind of combined some of the more, more obvious ones together. And yet I thought today we'd just go through the top six 16 questions. Some of them are kind of quick answers, I will say, and mm-hmm. other ones are a bit more. It depends. You'll quickly find out a lot of okay. these will be, it depends. Yeah, but I thought this would be, I don't know, kind of fun since we both have been to Disney so many times. My mom is really the planner too for Disney, so she can talk about planning for the trip. So yeah, so the first question, how to's, how to do Disney World on a budget. So mm-hmm. how would you do Disney World on a budget? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't done that yet. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> at least not, I don't think so. My first thing um, was <laughs> just, you really have to plan ahead, well, I would say.
1: Well, I think in, in, in Disney, I obviously your budget is right off the bat as your tickets yes. and your hotel okay mm-hmm. once you've got your tickets and your hotel down and you know what you want to spend then you can go from there tickets you really don't have much choice you can go you know one day one park one day don't the park is don't do this don't do that you can go to the basic tickets okay the other thing is the hotels i mean mm-hmm. there are so many choices for hotels you can stay on disney property all the way down to like you know the the what is it the pop yeah. century the and resorts. the the, yes. the value res- resorts or you can go to some of the resorts right outside of disney like mm-hmm. out right outside disney springs there's like a street that goes straight down that's all the hotels out there and most of those hotels have shuttles that will take you back and forth to the park as buses like mm-hmm. you know the, the not the disney yeah. bus but it will take you to the transportation there's center. also
0: you could a lot of people usually i not say usually but a lot of people if they're a big family will get an airbnb house yes and airbnb well and that's out but
1: outside. those two things are your biggest expense right there are your business and i would
0: say travel to Florida if you don't live near Florida if you don't live
1: near but there are people who can drive Uh, you know if you're on
0: the east coast but I mean in general sense that's a big I mean like if you're buying plane tickets plane tickets can be very expensive to Florida
1: those things though you can control you can control the plane tickets you can control the hotel you can control uh, the tickets because before time you can say this is what we're spending on getting there staying there going in and out of the parks after that you kind of got to just watch what you're doing because it's very easy to say oh you know we need a snack
0: well I think it's also so that's actually even more in control because lots of people can bring food into the parks. Yes. So if you're on a budget, you can make your food, you know, uh-huh. in your hotel room. You can buy snacks at CVS or uh-huh. in the grocery store and then bring the food in with you. Lots yes. of people do that. I see lots of people bring in their homemade food and just you know eat in the parks that way. Because like my mom was saying, too, it is very easy to quickly overspend. Mm-hmm. That's the food what I mean. That's very easy to do. And I think that's where that's where it's gonna get you. You know, it's like if you're like, oh, I wish someone buy a water bottle. A water bottle is like five dollars in the price. Right. You can get a free cup of ice water if you're really uh-huh. want. A lot of people don't always know that though. Right. Although you can also bring in your own water bottle too and mm-hmm. bring in like your reusable bottle and fill up at the at the water fountains right. too. That's But I think do.
1: that's why there's so many crowds at Disney World too. Like people say, where do people get this money? How does people go to Disney yeah. World? There are so many crowds at Disney World because like you said, there are ways to control yeah. what mm-hmm. you spend. Yeah. There are ways to know what you're spending up front, what you have left to spend once you're there. Years ago, there was no such thing as delivery of food. Mm-hmm. I mean, people yeah. you know, get their delivery of food from there. You know, yeah, like uh, if you're
0: staying even where no matter where you're staying mm-hmm. whether you're on disney property or not you can get like an amazon food delivery and have right. food delivered to your hotel room right which again can help you save a lot uh-huh. you're just I mean, you can't take delivered. it on the
1: plane so what you do is you get it delivered there your yep. snacks your drinks your whatever and you just carry them with you so there is a way to do it on a budget i, mean, I know a lot of families who have gone down and actually get like you know the one bedroom rooms yeah. and suites and stuff and, and some they people cook.
0: like that too because sometimes mm-hmm. when you're eating out for five days in uh-huh. a row sometimes you just don't want to eat out anymore mm-hmm. you know maybe you do just want to make yourself a little bit of eggs in the Room, right. or You know, just like have like a box mac and cheese mm-hmm. in the and even and I feel that relax, when I'm on you know? vacation. Yeah, for sure. So it makes sense that you know there's there's lots of ways to do Disney on a budget. So right. I would say the number one thing though is to just plan ahead, to yes. really think ahead, and to say you know kind of try to plan your meals, plan your snacks out, like what you're gonna buy you're not know, at home and bring with you. What, mm-hmm. what what will you splurge on once you're there? Like maybe you want to get like the Mickey bar or something like that. Right, say, you like, want dessert? Or you want to that fancy in treat. to make sure. Mm-hmm. I would say looking for hotel room deals. So lots of times if you work with a travel agency, you have a better chance of getting a. Hotel hotel room deal disney does have discounts i would say to keep up with their social media and their websites because they will advertise when they're doing certain mm-hmm. discounts But they're hard to get so they're usually very specific mm-hmm. times you have to go very specific rooms you have to book very specific tickets so i will say you're kind of limited to what disney's offering you but sometimes they can be worth it but i would say too if you work with some kind of travel agency again you don't pay the travel agency we don't work with this podcast is not associated with any no. travel agency so i have no one to recommend to you but i just know like in general how they work that yeah you can definitely work with someone who can help you try to right. get if travel deals, agent doesn't so. cost you any
1: money it's not like yeah. you have to pay them a fee to do your booking
0: no for sure so i definitely say planning ahead and again just kind of kind of budgeting it budgeting that out again everyone can do it slightly differently what you want to Mm -hmm. spend on what you want to save on and some people say like they want to just get the value resorts because they're really not spending Mm -hmm. any time in the room at all other people are saying like you know we're actually gonna be hanging out in the room a lot so let's get one of the deluxe resorts right so you know just depends of what what you want to spend and what you want to save on so all right number two how to ride disney world rise of the resistance i thought this was kind of funny that this was such a popular ass question (laughs) i think it makes sense Sense, Can't when, help with that one. When Rise of the Resistance yeah. first opened, it was kind of, I not difficult to ride, but it was it was the first time the virtual queue was used, was with Rise of the right. Resistance. However, Rise of the Resistance no longer uses the virtual queue. Right now, it's just the normal. You get in line and you get on the ride. So I would say to rope drop and get in the line and try to get on the ride as soon as you can. You can do pay per attraction, which is part of the Genie Plus system for like Lightning Lane. So for that, at 7 a.m. in the morning, you will basically open up the the My Disney World Experience app, or when the park opens, if you're not staying on Disney property, you will have to do. This when the park opens, so Hollywood Studios depends on the day, but generally opens around 8 39. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 8 30 in the morning, make sure you have your My Disney World Experience phone out. Um, you can kind of pre select your party as well, and then you pay per attraction, whatever the price for that day would be. It does change every day these days, so you can just pay for that. For pay per attraction, you can kind of select the time frame you want to go on the ride, especially when you book it early in the morning. If you're waiting kind of later towards the day, some of the the time frames may be all you know used up. So, yeah, if you're booking though right at the right in the morning, you can kind of pick the time you want to go back in. You can also also rise. Ride, rise with resistance that way as well. But I would probably suggest just rope dropping and getting in line. And again, if you're staying on Disney property, you have those early magic hours, like a half hour before getting there early and, and getting on the ride. So that, that's that's my uh, my advice there. Right, number three, how many Disney World parks are there? There are four parks, two water parks and Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. So in Disney World, we have Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, iPhone Lagoon, which is a water park, Blizzard Beach, which is a water park in Disney Springs, which is kind of like food and beverage, so to speak, and shopping. So that is Disney World. All right. How much does Disney World cost? This also depends. <laughs> so, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This really does depend again, kind of like how to do it on a budget. It really depends how much Disney. costs. Yes. World that's cost. a, That's
1: a question you ask Google that Google can't possibly let you know. That's yeah. a personal arbitrary thing that you spend and what yeah. you do.
0: Because it will also
1: depend what, what time of year are you going? Mm-hmm. How many days are you oh, staying? God. How many days, what time of year, how many beds you need? What the airlines are doing, what, if you're going, you're driving, mm-hmm. whether you're flying. It, it, that A yeah. Disney World vacation could cost any, up to thousands and thousands of dollars, yeah. if you, you know, mm-hmm. it just.
0: It, I would say it is probably more expensive. If you've never been to Disney World, I'd say it's probably more expensive than you think it is. Because I think everyone who goes for the first time, who has never been there before, always say they were shocked at how much money they spent. And I would say like, yeah, it is very expensive. It's one of those things now where I literally, I was at a wedding last weekend and I was talking to this girl and she had gone to Disney World for the first time with her, her partner and his family. And she said that she spent like $1,200 like just her tickets alone, and in my head, I was just like, "Oh, that's what I've spent for years on my <laughs> ticket to Disney." Like, I think it's one of those things. If you were like an avid Disney goer, like we are, mm-hmm. you kind of get used to the cost to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Yes, it is very expensive, and you realize the expense. But if you're spending it over and over again, you're like, "Oh, this is how much it costs." Like, you, right. you have to accept that. You fact. have to ex-
1: right. You um, have to accept what it's going to cost. Yeah, it's going, I going to mean, be expensive. And <laughs> let me tell you something: going on vacation anyplace else is not cheap either. Oh
0: yeah, no. I expensive. mean, it's no matter where <laughs>
1: you go, it's going to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, like we were laughing because you know we would go. To disney and you know like you said what's a bottle of water five dollars or whatever mm-hmm. didn't when you went to, to to six flags yeah
0: it's also five dollars five dollars for a bottle <laughs> like, of know? water
1: the difference is is that when you, we go to six flags we go
0: for the, you go for the day yeah so you spend there, it for one day home. and you go home you know you go to disney you're there for four five and six also, days also we're not like eating in six flags we probably leave and go to a restaurant outside right of six flags, here you know? we
1: choose to stay in the park and eat yes you can't eat outside like you said or bring your own or whatever but that's an arbitrary asking how much it cost is impossible to even fathom yeah. because it depends upon so many factors. Mm-hmm. And believe me, yeah. the room alone at a certain season for yeah. to sleep four people or f- you know, some people have five, need five beds, five sleeping places. When I checked it one time, the room alone for seven days was $10,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. $10,000 just for the room. And we said, nope, not going. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll just not, stick not to not our little, little no, week get you. the Marriott and that would be no, it. thank you. We're not staying on Disney property until, we, until later on in in years when we could yeah. afford to, to join that's DBC. So we stayed yeah. at our little Marriott and did not go to a Disney hotel. Yep. So that's so. what I'm saying. It
0: can be mm-hmm. it can be very, very expensive. Yes, it could and be. you can also again do it on a mm-hmm. budget and try to save as much as right. you can. You just have lots to plan. of different ways. Right. So I will say right now, for one day in the park. So again, when you mm-hmm. book like multiple days on your, on your park ticket, like if you're going for seven Goes days, you will it. save a little bit for each day. But if you're just going in for one day, right now we're currently in ranges from $134 to $179, mm-hmm. $244 for a park hopper meaning that you can go to multiple parks in one day and $264 for a park hopper and the water parks meaning you can go to the multiple parks in one day and the water parks as well in one day that's nobody does I feel like yeah I don't know if that's worth (laughs) it because I don't know who's going to two parks in one day plus a water park that's a lot to do in one day that's just a bit too busy that's (laughs) too much too expensive to go do that well not not just too
1: expensive they have to give you the option to do in one day I
0: can't I'd love to know how many of those tickets they're selling yeah I I wonder like that yeah I I guess it's one of those things where like if you at that point if are going to go to a water park one day just pay extra to just go to a water, water park, park that, that day right. i don't know but that's my, my that's my personal opinion not the official disney i don't know advice i guess but yeah, but yeah that's what i'm saying it, it can be quite expensive so i also say too that the park prices will also be different every day so for instance magic kingdom is the most expensive to go to and animal kingdom generally is the least expensive to go to on july 4th i pulled the prices for just going july 4th july 4th is notoriously one of the busiest days in my Ma- in all of the parks in magic kingdom they typically close in the afternoon for capacity and that's because their firework display for july 4th is one of the best you will see in your entire life but you do pay to be there so in magic kingdom this year to just go on july 4th for one day it will be $184 epcot will be $174 hollywood studios is $179 and animal kingdom is $154 and for a park hopper on july 4th it will be $248 so if you just want to go on july 4th that is the price i always find it interesting that the order almost always goes magic kingdom hollywood studios epcot animal kingdom in order of like the prices that it will be the same for Genie Plus Two. That will be our next question. Yeah, but Genie Plus is the same way that Magic Kingdom is always the most expensive. Hollywood Studios is always the second. And then Epcot, then Animal Kingdom. And usually Animal Kingdom is kind of drastically lower than the others. Like for instance, 184 to 154, Animal Kingdom is much lower. Given Animal Kingdom doesn't have as long of hours as Magic Kingdom right, does. Right, earlier. Yeah, so if you go for like a full day in Animal Kingdom, there's like three to four hours at the end of the day that you're not getting that you will get in Magic Kingdom. So I'm not sure if maybe it's priced because of that. I'm not really sure how that works. If They don't have- not- have a
1: fireworks display. They yeah. don't have, yeah. They
0: don't have the parades, things like that. Right. They don't have like the big shows or anything. So yeah, so just keep that in mind that if you're kind of looking at the parks, although that's not to say Animal Kingdom is not worth going to. I love Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Animal well, Kingdom is such a great no, park. definitely. If anything, but, that's a bargain to get into right, Animal Kingdom but that's for why, a little bit less. Right, so, but that's why
1: they're charging less because yeah. it's missing all that. And
0: I think, I wonder if back in the day, I'd have to look at like the history of the cost of, of the parks. If Hollywood Studios is more expensive now because of Galaxy's Edge and the, the oh, draw to go probably. to Galaxy's Edge and the thrill- rides because they have rock and roll course they have tower of terror mm-hmm. so they have kind of those thrill rides and slinky dog dash we all know people love slinky oh, dog dash that. so yes yeah, so i wonder if over the years it's gotten it has become the number two ride or the number two park because of that and then the i'm pri- not, not that epcot is that much less it's four dollars less, less <laughs> you know yeah. it's not not like you're getting a big bargain to go to yeah. epcot or anything like that but i just think it's interesting how it gets priced that way so but yeah but that is just a general sense of just the one day tickets to get into the parks if you just wanted to go in for the day and again if you live locally disney or florida resident do get special discounts if you live in Florida. So keep that in mind. Um, if you have some kind of house in Florida, I know people have tried to get away with having their two houses in Florida and then one at home and just saying that Florida is permanent or something like that. Lots of ways to try to get the different discounts. So yeah, so just, just keep things like that in mind. And yeah, try to try to find the cost savings where you can because it is, yes, it it's is just is going expensive. to be expensive. And I would just say, if you've never gone before, you don't really go frequently, just picture in your mind, it's going to be more than you think it's going to be. If it ends up being a little bit less, that's exciting, but I just know it's going to be expensive. All right, question number five. We're only on question five. It's okay. Some of these are going to be quick, but this one is not going to be quick. <laughs> this one Uh-oh. is, how does G- Disney World Genie Plus work? Oh, so, okay. I can't help with that <laughs> So, so I, this I that. wrote down some notes here because I do know it. G- Genie Plus, I do think is confusing and it's honestly kind of always changing. Well, they are changing it again. Not yet. They're, it's been announced that Disney wants to make it easier to use Genie Plus because I do think it's kind of complicated to use, especially if you've never used it before. Like even when it first launched, it was complicated to use. Like I learned kind of as I went, but all right so as of recording this you will purchase genie plus the day of on the disney world like the my disney world experience app you do have to have the app downloaded you will need to have an account you will have to make sure all of your tickets for the parks are on your account meaning your whole family is on your account as well if you can having your whole party on your account will make this much easier this is where i think genie plus the downside is let's say we're going together and let's say my my aunt and uncle and their three kids are also going with them Mm -hmm. we're going to be on separate apps at that point but let's say we're going to do genie plus now we need to try to coordinate which times we're going to get our genie pluses together. That is very difficult to do when you have people across apps like that. So I will say if you can to try to get all your whole party on one app in one like unit, because it will make it a lot easier. You can pre-select your party in the app as well. So like when you when you log on, you know you can say like these are the people I'm going to do it with, which is nice because for instance if I was doing genie plus let's say and I wanted my first ride to be Tower of Terror, we're gonna buy it for the day, but my mom is not going to go in Tower of Terror. So she's not going to tap into that ride. So I can just pick me and my dad if I wanted to. So that doesn't make it kind of convenient. Or for instance, let's say we're going into the parks, but let's say my mom isn't going to be using Genie Plus at all. It's just going to be me and my dad. So I could just not even pay for my mom and she can still get into the park and just me and my dad have Genie Plus. So you can do that as well too. If you're staying on property, it will be at 7 a.m. when you will decide your first ride and technically like purchase the Genie Plus. Actually, no, I think you can purchase the Genie Plus earlier than 7 a.m., but you will make your, your first selection at 7 a.m. So you will then at 7 a.m. that it will come up. You you probably should decide which ride you want to try to pick first and prioritize. So I will definitely suggest that so you will kind of scan the park on like the my tips board' you'll, you'll kind of navigate to to the park you'll go on, on like the my tips thing scan look for the ride if you can't find it just search for the ride in the search bar and you can do it that way too and then once you once it's 7 a.m you can just hit you know join you know you want to join, join the genie plus and it'll give you the time frame to come back at if you're doing this right in the morning you likely will get one of the earlier time frames so like when the park opens so if you are not going to go into disney world when the park opens do not do this at 7 a.m. because you're gonna get too early of a time frame and you're not even gonna use the the time. So that's why I think it's a bit confusing in that sense because, well, okay, so let's say you're going at 7 a.m. You pick your first ride. Either two hours after the park has opened or after you scanned in for that first ride, you can make your next selection. So for instance, if we walked in and I I had my Genie Plus for 8.30 a.m., we walked onto Tower Tower at 8.30, we scanned our bands. Right after me my dad scanned my bands, I will then go back on the app and pick what our next ride is going to be. However, let's say I got a Genie Plus for maybe 12 p.m. And so the park opened at 9, you know, 9 a.m. So now at 11 a.m. I can make my second selection if I want to, even though I haven't used my first 12 p.m. selection. So I can make my next selection for maybe 4 p.m. or something like that. So then I have two Genie Pluses then lined up for later in the day, even though I haven't even used either of them yet. So you can also do it that way too. I will say I find that to be a bit more complicated because you're really relying on the times to be available for then. Because for instance, once once like a time slot is filled, so let's say the 8 to 10 time slots for Tower of Terror are filled up. Now you have to, you know, wait for the next time slots or something like that once those fill up you can't go back to them so like if you're trying to pick pick a time that you want to go on the ride it's very tricky to try to pick the exact time that you want to be on that ride so you're kind of at the will of everyone else that day picking the times that they also want to go on these rides as well so that's where I feel like it gets complicated because you have to be attached to your phone to figure out what time you're going to go on that ride so for instance when we used genie plus in animal kingdom I got up 7 a.m and I picked Kilimanjaro Safari for our first ride so we went in Kilimanjaro Safari I also did pay per attraction I would get to pay per attraction in just one second and kind of go you know go in depth on the map but our pay per attraction for flight of passage was at like 1 p.m so I really wanted to go on Navi River Journey when we were in Pandora around the 1 p.m time so that it was like we could do both at the same time and not have to walk all the way into Pandora and then walk all the way back out and you know kind of go back and forth across the park. So I really wanted to be at that time. Well after we got out of Kilimanjaro Safari the Navi River Journey ride was only at I think like 10 a.m or something like that. I'm like well I don't want to go on Navi River Journey at 10 a.m so let's do something else right now and I will just have to literally keep an Eye on the app and wait until Navi River Journey gets closer to 1 p.m. in the day as it fills up, so we can get the time that we want to do. And that is exactly what I did. We used Genie Plus for a few other rides. I kept getting an eye on it, and I think after I did Expedition Everest, it was like 1:30, and I was like, oh, perfect. And that's when I signed us up for Navi River Journey, so it can line up with our with our other ride uh, for Flight of Passage. But that is what's annoying about Genie Plus, because you one person in your family has to be on their phone the whole day booking these rides for everyone else. So for everyone else, it's kind of fun because you just get to kind of bounce around from ride to ride. <laughs> you're just told all right we're gonna go here next we're gonna go there next but that person on the phone is being like all right what time are we doing where are we gonna go next we have to strategize for the day but they can't really tell anyone else what they're doing because it's complicated it's complicated complicated to look at the rides and look to see what times are available and to figure out what you should do next are we going to walk from tomorrowland all the way to frontierland then all the way back to tomorrowland like what what are we going Hmm. to do here you know just timing wise they're thinking about your dining reservations like all right well we have a dinner reservation at six so we can't do it too early and we can't do it too late and then the fireworks are at this time which i have to say is why people are complaining about yeah. disney
1: too much planning because years ago it was let's just go to the yeah, park it wasn't this
0: much planning do whatever <laughs>
1: so now like i said amanda does all that the yes. genie plus they doing all that stuff i do all the other stuff mm-hmm. um the only person who really gets to enjoy this is dad because he just <laughs> so has to dad follow us really does just roll up and just
0: do whatever he wants. yep he just rolls up next to me i tell him we're going on tower tower he's like, okay. like all right <laughs> sounds good <laughs>
1: we go on tower of we're going here <laughs> for dinner <laughs> okay okay
0: <laughs> So that's the thing. It, it is. And it's a lot of planning. So for instance, some rides will fill up faster than others. So Slinky Dog Dash is a really popular ride mm-hmm. for Genie Plus. At 7 a.m., Slinky Dog Dash could then at 8 o'clock be at 5 p.m. for that ride. So then let's say you don't buy your Genie Plus maybe until 9 o'clock because you decide like, oh, we made a mistake. We, we need to get Genie Plus. Nope, but now not you're not getting on, on Slinky, Slinky Dog Dash because it's all filled up. But that also means that the people early in the morning cannot use their Genie Plus. Oh, well, no, they can. They can wait the two hours. That's why two you have hours. the whole two hours rule. But that's the thing, though, that it's like you're kind of then waiting to see like what are you going to go on if you're waiting like for your slinky dog dash time or or, or whatever so yes yeah, so it, it is quite complicated in that sense i would say like one people are saying one of the benefits of it is that in the old fast pass system your fast passes couldn't overlap with each other or in genie plus they can overlap with each other i do not see that as a benefit because that never happens no. <laughs> i feel like that's and never happened
1: pass, for me fast pass actually could overlap with each other if as long if you was went like in a and five got minute, it yeah if you went in and modified it they would let you make it closer yeah. they used to have a big gap between them when you first did it but if you went in and modified one of them it would let you do it one right yeah. after the other you just had a new hat it's like anything else yeah, you're once very you got careful. used to using the system yeah. you knew exactly what to do
0: so yeah so again just keep in mind that for genie plus some rides will fill up earlier than others so if that is a priority ride for you like slinky yeah, you dog do dash is right a big away. one peter pants play is a big one jungle cruise is a big mm-hmm. one make sure you pick that ride first if that's like your whole family really wants to go on that ride and that's kind of how i picture genie plus is that if we're going to use genie plus we are picking maybe one or two rides that are our top priority rides we want to use genie plus for and if we get on those one or two rides then for us we're like all right fine the money is worth it you know anything else we get on with it it's just a bonus on top and that's kind of how we see it and i feel like that's the best way to look at it if you're looking at genie plus saying i'm going to use this for every single ride in the park it's you're not going possible. to be extremely disappointed because it's not going. and to work i have to way.
1: say that i was one of those people that said i'm not doing genie plus i'm not doing genie plus i'm not doing genie plus and disney one yeah. my attitude about this is we go back to the discussion about how much it costs to go to disney world mm-hmm. if you want to enjoy disney world it's going to cost you yeah and if you want to pay the money pay the money if you don't want to pay the money don't complain because that's what it costs to go to Disney World.
0: Yeah. All right, so the pay per attractions are separate from Genie Plus. So Genie Plus is one thing and then you have pay per attractions. They both use the Lightning Lane is what they mm-hmm. call it. So they're both it's Very confusing lane. for those
1: of us who are not doing the Yes, planning.
0: but pay per attraction is separate. You cannot get on four rides on Genie Plus. So usually they're like the biggest rides. So right now, as I'm recording, it may change in the future. and Magic Kingdom, it's Tron and Epcot, it's Guardians of the Galaxy: Cosmic Rewind and Animal Kingdom, it's Flight of Passage and in Hollywood Studios, it is Rise of the Resistance. So, for these four rides, you will pay an additional separate fee from Disney Plus, from Genie Plus to get on these rides. That also means that you don't have to get Genie Plus if you just want to go on Tron or if you just want to go on Flight of Passage. You can just pay that one fee and just go on that one ride to get on that ride. So, for goes, same thing, 7 a.m., you'll sign up for it, you can pick your party for it. And again, the one, I think I mentioned this before, but the one benefit of pay per attraction is that you do have the ability to pick what time you want to go. So, you can kind of pick the, the window that you kind of want to go back in. I will say to kind of try to pick quickly. Because they can fill up if you're waiting too long, or if you're dilly dallying, and you're not really sure. If your family can't decide at 7 a.m., so try to have that pre-planned the day before, the morning of. To say like, all right, we're gonna do flight of passage at 10 a.m. Is everyone, are you know, is everyone happy with that? And then it's like, all right, then you will just go on and pick the time, and everything will be set. Once you pick your pay per attraction timeframe, you cannot change it. So for Genie Plus, you can like get out of the line, so to speak. For Genie Plus, if you don't want to do it anymore, but for the pay per attraction, you cannot do that. So once you pay and you pick your time, that is it. It is set. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't change it. You can't ask for a refund. There, There is nothing else. No going back. <laughs> so I think the only difference is that if the ride breaks down, so let's say Flight of Passage broke down for like the whole day or something like that. I think that's the only time you can then try to exchange your like your, your pass to use something else in or maybe Disney gives a refund. Honestly, I have never heard of someone getting a refund. Usually they say like you have to wait for the ride to reopen or they give you a pass to use like another ride instead. But yeah, we just keep an eye on that in case, you know, you're trying to get on Tron or one of the other rides. Let's be real. They don't close. Rise of the Resistance is the one you got to worry about. That's right. the one that's breaking down every two mm-hmm. seconds. So <laughs> So yeah, but it is it is definitely confusing. It is definitely a lot of, I was, I will say it is a lot of work to do it. I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of planning. But just try to be patient with yourself as you're doing it or be patient with your family member who is actually doing the work on the app to try to get it done. If they make a mistake, it's confusing. You know, you're you're on the whims of like your cellular data, your Wi-Fi, how fast is it gonna load or something like right. that. A misclick, you know, anything like that. You didn't read the right prompt or something. So and again, it does update every few months. So every few months it has been changing. <laughs> That's I making know. it harder and harder because once you think you know, what you're doing it's changed a little bit it has usually does it change to make it easier so I will say the changes have all been improvements over right. the years well, that's
1: what the new one's supposed to be yeah. it's supposed to be that you can book two or three of them at a time so that you don't have to be on your phone all yeah time. so
0: that's what there's that's what the rumor is mm-hmm. Disney has not actually said that that's just what rumored is to believe mm-hmm. to happen but Disney has just said they're working on ways to make genie plus easier to use which I do look forward to so all right our next question is kind of in line with this how does Disney World virtual queue work so the virtual queue the not every ride is on virtual queue so when you go you just have to check to see which rides are on virtual queue and which ones are not a lot of the rides that start off from virtual queue are no longer on it so that's kind of fun right now the only two rides as the recording is guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind and tron they're the only two rides that are currently using the virtual queue everything else like rise of the resistance used to be on it ratatouille's adventures used to be on it no longer are which is kind of nice i think at a certain point you don't really need the virtual queue anymore i think you know just go up and wait online you know (laughs) so that does make it a little bit easier but the way the virtual queue currently works it is way easier than it was way back when but you will pre-select your party for who is going on the virtual queue so you will have to have park tickets of course and have everyone on your app and so once you pre-select your party at 7am if you're staying on Disney property you will be able to hit the join queue ride for that ride and then you will just join the queue basically. Right now they have two times of the day that they do the queues so they have it right early in the morning and then they have another wave at 1pm. So if you didn't get the early morning one you can try to get the 1pm join queue option so I definitely keep that in mind. You cannot join the queue twice so for instance if you got it in the morning you can't join it. A second time at 1 p.m., you can only join it once throughout the day, but yeah. But if you miss the first time, try again at 1 p.m., but just know you may have to wait until like the park closes basically to get on that virtual queue, so just keep that in mind. But yeah, it is way easier than it used to be. It used to be very complicated to do the virtual queue, so they have made it easier. And I do think at this point, at least for Guardians of the Galaxy, I wonder when they're going to take it away because I think at this point it's been open long enough, they probably mm-hmm. don't need it anymore, I think that's gonna be soon, but we'll know. see, I suppose. Because with the virtual queue, you do still wait on the line, even mm-hmm. with the virtual queue, so it's not like you're skipping a line well, or anything like that. To be on the- no, the virtual queue. Is free, so you don't pay for it, but you are going to wait online. So, usually, the line is still going to be about 30 to 40 minutes once you get on the actual line itself. Again, you just waited, again, in quotes, on the virtual queue for a little bit longer to get on the ride. But I did virtual queue for Tron. I waited a literal hour 15 minutes to get onto Tron with the virtual queue. So, yeah, it's not that you're skipping a line or anything of the virtual queue. You're just, you know, you're just signing up to basically get on the ride for the day. And just know if a ride is using the virtual queue, you cannot get on the ride by a normal standby line. So, if you're not on the virtual queue, you are not getting on that ride unless Unless you do the pay per attraction option, which again is always an option. All right, question seven how to get Disney World discounts?
1: Well, Discounts. I mean, what what, what discounts you're talking? You're talking hotels. You're talking. I don't know. That was just the question: was how to um, get Disney
0: World discounts. The only discounts
1: you can really get is on merchandise, and that's annual pass holders or DVC members yep, um, so get discounts. Other than cast that, members get discounts. There are
0: not many discounts Disney yeah, cast members yeah. get discounts. Yeah. I think another discount that you can get. I have heard this. We have not done this before, but apparently you can get discounts on gift cards at Costco. Oh, not have Costco. You... Sam's Club. No, it's Costco. It's, it's Costco. Like yeah, I think you can oh, do it at both. Okay. Yeah, Costco's one Sam's too. Club. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah, so so you can get a 30% discount on gift cards at Costco. So if you go there, I guess Sam's club as well, you can buy a Disney gift card and get the, the gift card on a discount there and then use that gift card in Disney World. So you can do that. I've heard people doing that. I've also heard people too, like, so if you have, I don't think you can do this anymore, or I think they took it away for a while, then people were heavily complaining and now they brought it back. You can get a, if you have a target red card, you can get a 5% discount when you buy a gift card as well. And same, oh, same thing, you get a 5% discount. Okay. I actually have a target red card and I've never tried this before. Although, I think Target took it away. <laughs>
1: so I'm not so sure that um, the discounts on the gift cards for Disney are all the time either. I think that's a, it's not like you can go there every day and just buy a Disney gift card and get a discount.
0: Yeah, I think it depends, but I'm not sure yeah. So we've never I'm done this before, sure. but I've heard people yeah. saying that you can do this. I think the Target but one, Target away. then you have to walk away. around with
1: like 50 gift cards. You have to be like packing. The, you can't I mean, just buy like, one yeah. gift card for like $2,000. It's, they only allow you a I mean, certain that's what amount people of do money. Though. You buy yeah. a couple
0: $500 gift cards. Yeah, I saw people with they with fan out their gift cards and say, yeah, I forgot about that. Some people do that too. I'd say that's a good budgeting tip too, that if you just want to like, just for, yeah, not even with a Well, discount, then you're just also, you just you not know how cards. much money you're spending. Yeah. So then you're really limited mm-hmm. to like what you, like you're only going to spend $500 on food that, that week or right. a couple of days. couple on days. the gift card. That's all you're going to spend. Oh, so that's a good way to control what you spend. Um, but mm-hmm. for discounts, I kind of, same as before, kind of work with a travel agency. We're not associated with any travel no. agencies, but they will definitely help you get those discounts, those hotel discounts, park discounts, any deals that's going on. They are the ones that really keep an eye out right. for it. And get the You packages. can do it yourself, but it's just a lot of work to do mm-hmm. it yourself and to make sure you're going with the right stipulation. So. Just a little bit more work to get those discounts. If you go on Shop Disney, Shop Disney has lots of sales and free shipping and oh, things yeah. like that too. And not all the merchandise you buy in the parks is going to be on Shop Disney. No. There are going to be merchandise that's exclusive to the parks, but there are a lot of things you can buy on Shop Disney. So, for instance, if you want to get like mini ears and you don't, you're not an annual pass sort of DVC discount member, you can like get a sale on Shop Disney and buy mini ears on there if you want the official ears, and then you know just wear those ears to the park. and You got them on a discount in that sense. So definitely right. really keep an eye on Shop Disney if you want the Disney official merchandise. Of course, there's lots of people and Etsy and other places that sell you know merchandise as well too that aren't, aren't as expensive as it. Number eight, All right, this one's for you. When can I make Disney World dining reservations? Oh, 60 days before. Yes. <laughs> it's
1: six, at 6.30 in the morning. You have to be at that computer 60 days before to try to get those dining reservations. I've come to the conclusion that if I don't get my dining reservations, I just don't get them. And then you just go in afterwards and people do cancel because mm-hmm. what happens is everybody makes their plans because as Amanda was saying, her planning, I do planning like crazy. To make sure what yeah. day we're going to the park, because we only buy one day per park tickets. Yes. What day we're going to the park? What we have to do? Where we're going to eat? You know how we're going to get there? What we're going to do for breakfast? So, 60 days before, you need to start really thinking about it. If you don't get your dining reservation, make a different dining reservation, and then keep checking. And and
0: I believe if you're not staying on Disney property, you have to do that every day, right?
1: Uh, yes, you don't. Yeah. Uh, if you're staying on Disney property, you can do it for the uh, the whole the length of your vacation. If okay. you're staying seven or ten days, it'll tell you for all those days you can make your reservations if you're not staying on Disney property like the last time when we were staying at Marriott I had to go in every day at seven o'clock but 60 days before and do that yes yeah
0: Yeah. so just keep in mind 60 days in advance 60 days in advance to do your reservations and And like
1: I said I mean some of them you never get that's why we ended up talking about our experience at La Salle because we were supposed to eat at 420 because that's the only reservation I could get I really wanted six o'clock which is what we ended up eating anyway yes if you listen to our recap of our (laughs) December trip
0: we talk about that whole situation in that episode but
1: the idea here is I can only get 420 and I check that every other day for two months and nothing ever opened up ever. Mm-hmm. So some restaurants disappear and you don't get them. Some restaurants, they get cancellations, it'll open back up. So you just have to, you know, you yeah. have to go with the idea that I'm going to try my best.
0: And sometimes you can do like the walk-in wait list or something like that. They yes. Have. So it depends like, upon the season.
1: I've yeah. seen where people have walked up and they've said, no, no yeah. walk-up seating. Yeah. So you're stuck. So that's happened. I, like I said, I do mine 60 days out knowing where we want to eat kind of and what we want to eat but if I don't get that you know we'll yeah. do go we someplace have a else. Backup
0: plan go eat yeah there's
1: else. so many other places to pick that you there are places you can go and then just keep check that's yeah, all for sure all
0: right number nine when is Disney World the least crowded and the most
1: crowded <laughs> there is no slow season <laughs> anymore my friend and I she now lives in Florida near Disney but she's she's it was even more of a Disney fanatic than we were when I first met them and we talked about that just recently there is no more slow season in Disney it used to be that you could go in September and there would be nobody there, especially around the beginning of school. You could go the first week in December, nobody there because Christmas has come in, Thanksgiving's just passed, people are not going to Disney World. Well, let me tell you something. Then it was January because January is kind of a winter month. And mm-hmm. yeah, well, there is no slow time in Disney
0: anymore. Just get the idea that when you go
1: there, it's going to be packed. Yeah, it's going to be crowded. <laughs> yeah.
0: I will say there's more crowded seasons and lesser crowded seasons, yeah. but it's almost always going to be crowded. So for instance, Christmas week and New Year's, one of the more crowded. seasons Mm -hmm. you're going to be waiting an hour for living to living living with the land easter 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 week week. fourth of july week Uh, generally the summer it's going to be a little bit summer because kids are at school so
1: So there are certain yes certain air times they're very very crowded but i have not been there yet where we've actually said wow it's slow season (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so i would say overall those are the more crowded times Mm -hmm. the least crowded times sometimes may can be a little bit less crowded like my mom was saying like early september can be a little bit less crowded like you know january and february a little bit less crowded but just in general just expect it to be crowded yes It's a busy place. Yes. <laughs> All right, number ten. When is Disney World decorated for Christmas slash Halloween? Halloween will start in the beginning of August. I mm. think last year they actually have were decorated on July thirty first. Yeah, because they started the
1: Halloween party early.
0: Yes. So beginning of August until basically you know very beginning of November, and then Christmas will be beginning of November till the like first week of January. Right. Number eleven. Which Disney World park is the best? <laughs> so this uh, is obviously anything in base.
1: That's a that's a an individual choice. Yeah,
0: I will say my favorite park is Epcot. So my that's favorite park is Animal Kingdom. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I don't necessarily think if it's the best or not, but it's my Mm. favorite park, so. (laughs) Number 12, which Disney World Park has the most rides? So as of right now, Magic Kingdom has 24 rides. Epcot has 11 rides. Disney Hollywood Studios has nine rides. And Disney Animal Kingdom has eight rides. Mm. That does not include shows, parades, Mm. fireworks shows, things like that, restaurants, other things you can do, like a walkthrough attractions. That is just the rise in itself. So Magic Kingdom does have the most, and then Animal Kingdom currently has the least Number thirteen, which Disney World Park has Star Wars, Hollywood Studios? Please keep in mind Disney World does not have Harry Potter World. <laughs> the amount of people who go to <laughs> Magic Kingdom or yeah. Hollywood Studios and ask where is Harry, Harry Potter, Potter World? And it's in Universal. It is not in any Disney <laughs> park. Disney. So just keep that in mind. Star Wars is in Hollywood studios and Disney World and Harry Potter World is in Universal. <laughs> and Universal is half hour away from Disney, I guess, driving wise. About, yeah, about half. Yeah, about hour. half hour, twenty minutes to half hour. So yeah. Different park, different price points are going to be somewhere else completely different. <laughs> <laughs> number 14 which Disney World Park is best for adults I would say it depends on what you want to do generally most people say Epcot because Epcot has the most like bars and like places to drink I would say like drinking around the world is a, big well, thing. a lot of people
1: go for drinking around the world but as an adult who doesn't drink around the world yeah
0: I would say that either uh, I'd say Epcot is
1: probably holds the most because of the countries mm-hmm. um, because you can go on rides but at the same time you can go into the the, the world showcase and kind of just get a taste for everything uh, there are restaurants like you said there are lounges there are restaurants there are places to sit there are places to have sex. i would say
0: epcot or hollywood Mm. studios because hollywood studios also does have a lot of like bars and lounges Mm -hmm. as well and they also have a lot of thrill rides i would say there too that's Mm -hmm. a bit more for like the older kids type of thing so not a lot of of people really love that especially for instance the whole and i won't say controversy but the whole thing when hollywood studios for the first time ever had an after hours parties for the christmas season called jollywood nights Mm -hmm. a lot of families said they felt like it wasn't really for kids at all it did seem lean more towards the adults they had like these lounges these fun shows and the mm-hmm. live music and everything and other than the short lines for the rise there wasn't really much else for like kids so to speak like there's no dance parties or anything like that that they tend right. to do like the you know the frozen dance parties in magic kingdom so yes i would say either epcot or hollywood studios would be my pick but if i'm being honest i think all the parks can be for adults i would say if you're an adult and you're going on your own without kids you can go to all four parks and still have a blast still right. have an amazing time
1: i think mentally magic kingdom is your last choice when you're an adult if I, if my husband and i went when we went that time by ourselves we went to animal kingdom and epcot yeah. um, only because i'm not astu star- i'm not a star wars fan so
0: you know, where I was going. Although my dad is, so he yes, must, he is. He so he must live into private depravity. Yes. Right. When he's with
1: Amanda, <laughs> then they go to Star Wars. But with me, it was Animal Kingdom and Epcot. Magic Kingdom seems to be the less for two reasons. One is if you're an adult looking for an, you know like more of a relaxing kind of vacation, Magic Kingdom tends to have more kids. Mm-hmm. Te- Magic Kingdom tends to have more kids running, doing, happening. More kids online. More babies. Yeah. More more things going on. More um, strollers. Yes, more strollers. <laughs> more things like that. It mentally you you kind of see more. Of that so I think as an adult if it was
0: just me and my husband going Epcot and Animal Kingdom have always been our draw mm-hmm. our, our last two questions should be quick I know we've been talking for a long time through these mm-hmm. questions so number 15 can I buy Disney World tickets at the gate yes you can mm-hmm. still most people I think don't anymore I think most people do get them online now or on your phone but mm-hmm. you technically can still buy them yeah, at the gate they do still other up. people and the last question that I had find can I use Disney World Magic Band at Disneyland so you can only use Magic Band Plus at Disney World Disneyland and and the Disney cruises. The technology in the original magic bands do not work across all three locations so you do have to pay for a magic band plus. Those are the ones that have like the lights in them and they light up oh, and okay. they like vibrate yeah, a little bit on those. your wrist. I know a lot of people really like them actually. People say it's fun when you're watching the shows and it's like lighting up with the shows and stuff like that or like if you're interacting with things it will interact with other things mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, but you can put your tickets for Disneyland and Disney World mm-hmm. and your Disney cruise all on the same magic band plus okay. if you would like to and it can be used across all locations. That's actually fairly new though so it's okay mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that either. Actually, is that that's new as of twenty twenty two? So it's only two years old that you can do that when Magic Band Plus was introduced. Because originally, no Disneyland couldn't use the Magic Bands because of the Wi Fi system they had there, because it's so congested as an area. Oh, Anaheim it's an area, yeah. That they weren't able to use like the cellular, like the Wi Fi for it to work properly. Mm-hmm. But then again, new technology, and yes. the Magic Band Plus, they now can do it there. So that is what you can do. So yeah, so that is the top sixteen questions no. that are currently on Google that people are asking. A lot of them obviously were about cost and discount, which are, again, there's yeah. no perfect answer for those things. No. <laughs>
1: A lot of them it's like anything else when people ask questions like what's your favorite like even around here in my neighborhood like what's your favorite restaurant well that's a you know that's a personal thing yeah. you can't really answer to somebody what the good things to do or how to do this or how to do that it's sort of here's a guideline yep and you can kind yeah. of get in between and figure out
0: and as my mom and i always say on this podcast everyone does disney differently mm-hmm. so everyone likes different things they want to do disney differently everyone's a different price point a different family dynamic so everyone's going to have a different opinion on what they want to do where is the best place to eat which parking is the best place to visit and that's why we have this podcast because we love just to talk about what we like but you may be like no like i would say magic kingdom is the best park for adults you know for a b and c right. and so i think that's great though that's what i love to hear i love to mm-hmm. hear everyone's different thoughts and opinions and yeah this is just us answering the questions <laughs> so and you can google these yourselves and see what else personal google, opinion what, what google says and how google answers right. these questions this is just how i'm answering them so all right we'll transition to a little bit of disney news now this is a pre-recorded episode some some of this news is not very new news but the big thing is that valentine's day merchandise is arriving in all of the parks which mm. is very exciting i think it is a bit something that i'm always disappointed at in disney world is that disney world does not go all out for the lunar new year the way that disneyland mm-hmm. does disneyland will have a whole would. parade <laughs> like, i know you'll have a whole parade a whole festival all these booths with like food and everything I know. to i plan lunar to go at that time if we could yeah and disney world just does not do that mm-hmm. like yes the chinese the china pavilion the japan pavilion will do something you know special for the lunar new year but it is not that it's like not a big deal it's just like as if it's just a passing day so to speak so i always get a bit sad that disney world does not make it a bigger deal they will have the merchandise in the parks but again it's not as big of a deal as the way it is in disneyland and that just goes to show the valentine's day merchandise is showing up disney world before the lunar new year (laughs) merchandise and Mm. lunar new year is before the valentine's day it's on february 10th this year so but yeah but very exciting to see the valentine's day merch valentine's day merchandise is some of my favorite merchandise for holidays just because i think it's so cute and fun i love like the light shades of pink and stuff it's just so fun all right basin the soap store in the grand floridian has unexpectedly closed. It looks like it's just closed for refurbishment, but there is yeah, that's been, what they said. They said they were closing for because of the renovations. Yes, but there was no official announcement on its closure and when it's going to reopen. So people were just surprised that one day it closed and people were like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then Disney said like, oh, we're just refurbishing it. And I'm like, well, there was no official announcement, awesome. which again, for Disney nuts like us, we're like, what's going on <laughs> what's with going Basin? On? Why, What's what happening to the that? soap <laughs> store? Why isn't it closed? <laughs> so for the everyday person, they're like, oh, it's just closed, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and last but not least, there is a new aerial cone in Disney Springs. It is based off the cartoon. Aerial, So there's a new aerial cone there that has, I forget the exact flavors, but it's kind of like blue and green. It looks Oh, that's right. Cute, I did see so. that. It's cute. Yeah, so lots of people are talking about the new aerial Ariel whip cone in Disney Springs. Alright, so now for some Disney birthdays. Happy birthday on January 22nd to Riley from Inside Out. So happy birthday Riley. Mm-hmm. They could tell us apparently because her passcode code was like 0122, which mm-hmm. everyone assumed was her birthday. <laughs> but yeah, so happy birthday Riley. I'm very excited for Inside Out 2 to be coming mm-hmm. out. So I'm looking forward to Inside Out 2. I really love the first movie, so I'm sure I will love the second movie. And for another birthday it is my mom's brother actually on january 26th so happy birthday to my uncle jimmy as right. well he's happy also birthday. a big disney person they go to disney a lot yes so. they do They, them yeah. and their family love it so yep. happy he's a big birthday Mickey mouse fan so happy birthday too to my uncle jimmy so yeah that is our two capricorns actually no now we're into aquarius season look at us we're mm-hmm. out of capricorn season there are so our two aquariuses i didn't realize he was an aquarius look at that all right and that transitions to our final segment of the podcast our disney memory if you have a disney memory for today's podcast disney memory
1: it has to be just a general one because obviously Google doesn't have a memory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All these memories are floating through my head and not one of them is sticking. But (laughs) I would say, talk about the parks, my favorite park, when daddy and I went by ourselves. And the first thing that I do is go to the safari on Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. We went, uh, we've only had really one weekend that we were actually by ourselves. That's when we went to the boathouse and whatever. And we did, we went to Animal Kingdom to do the safari and just hang out and, you know, stop and have a lunch and sit on the stools and, you know, in um, Rainforest Cafe and at the bar and stuff. And that's what I think of when you say like what's your, like in what we've just been talking about, what my favorite park is and stuff. Yeah. And Animal Kingdom is my favorite park. And my husband is very obliging. <laughs> so we <laughs> went to Animal Kingdom. Uh, the other day we went to Epcot in the afternoon, but we went to Animal Kingdom in the morning and did our yeah. safari and it was really nice.
0: Yeah. And I would say too, yes, Disney World is expensive. There's a lot of planning, but I do think it's all worth it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, even like, you know, when you're planning for it, I think it's very exciting to plan. And no, not everyone's a planner, so it can be stressful, of course, but it is very exciting to plan and think about what you're going to do when you're there it's exciting just to be there and then mm-hmm. again you have those core memories for the rest of your right. life memories should you think through. back yeah you know it's like you can walk through just even the emporium and be like i remember when i was here you know years ago and they had mm. this in the station and like mm-hmm. i bought this when i was here and like have all those memories and like with the hotels or just walking around or like on the monorail or something like that you know it's like every time you go you will add on new memories mm-hmm. that will add on that will create you know who you are as a person and i think that's really great though so even though it's it's expensive and we talked i mean like most of these questions obviously had to do with discounts and costs and budgeting mm-hmm. but again it's all gonna lead up to a great vacation i think can just go expect to have fun expect right. to, you know do go with the much. idea
1: right <laughs> we just like we did last time you know it's going to be crowded we're just yep. going to go take breaks drink right water we're going to take our time we're just going to let it go over our heads yeah. not going to worry about it and we came out pleasantly surprised of how yes. nice
0: people were and yeah. you know all that it's like yeah always go with grace and just expect that if you're going to have a great time you will mm. if you're going to think you're going to go and have a bad time because it's going to be too crowded or too expensive then that's the trip you yeah. have no. so yeah you know manifest what you want to manifest. Right. <laughs> so all right, well thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure you give us a review on Apple Podcast Spotify. Or if you're listening or watching on YouTube to leave a comment below and like this video. If you're follow make sure you're following us on social media. We are currently Spaceship Earth Design and I will have that dedicated Instagram post for this episode on our Instagram. So let us know what was your what did you have a question that you would ask about Disney World that wasn't in the list of like the most asked questions. I feel like one of mine might have been like I-, I don't know like what rides are in certain parks or something like that or you know something to do with, like, like, where to eat in, in Disney World? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are certain questions that were not asked. Like most Mine would of all be transportation, I think. Yeah, like, how to get like, that's there. my how biggest that question. Work. It's like, yeah. okay, I want
1: to go from here to there. What's the best way to do that? That would be yeah. my question. And a like, lot of people, you know, too,
0: especially people who don't live in America or have never mm-hmm. been to Disney World, don't realize that the parks are not very close to each other. You do have to drive from mm-hmm. one park to another, or take some kind of transportation. Yeah, and a lot of people don't always realize that. So I was surprised that that, that wasn't a question, which I guess if you don't know, you don't know. Right. So you're not going to be Googling it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that is something that, to kind of keep in mind that the parks are not close to yeah. each other that, especially that would those, be my question
1: how do i get from one
0: to the yeah, other especially people i know who were grew up in california went to disneyland at disney california adventure park they're right next to each oh other God, they're right next to downtown disney yard. all yeah. three of them are connected uh-huh. but that is not the case in disney world they're all separate uh-huh. so yeah so just you know keep that in mind that it's just a different experience especially from like, like disneyland paris is the same way all the parks everything is connected and again here it is not so that can be a bit of a shock to people when they get here mm-hmm. and they're like what do you mean i have to take transportation <laughs> between one place to Magic Kingdom. Doesn't take two minutes to get there yes it is. It is a little bit different in that sense so yeah but i was kind of surprised yeah some questions about like dining and things like that weren't really included like there wasn't really that many questions about like restaurants or where to eat hmm. or what's the best restaurant or something like that hmm. but yeah just kind of interesting to me but yeah but let us know what, what's a question that, we, that wasn't on here that you still have that's right, still that lingering been your first question yeah let us know and i'll answer it on instagram if i'm able to answer it but again i'm just a, a regular disney goer i'm not that's an right. expert not a travel agent i <laughs>
1: i also have to add in a little point here when you're talking it's thing it's dawning on me that we've been going to disney for 28 years i I've been going to Disney. Uh, Luke was two the first time we went to Disney, and he's now 30. So it's been 28 years that we've been going to Disney. And Disney started off as small. Not that it was small by any means of the imagination, but it was contained. Like I was talking about Disney, downtown Disney being contained, about the parks, about the, you know, different things. It was more contained. And as time went on, it expanded and expanded and expanded. So as over the 28 years, I've kind of rolled with the punches oh, yeah, and kind like of learned figured it. it out. Yeah. But when I think about the poor people who are learning today for the first time, you know, for the first time, walk into this this yeah. craziness. Of, like we've
0: grown with it, yes. but it's a lot to walk into. It's a lot that hits you with between yeah, the plan.
1: Planning that has to go on now with the, the, the tickets and the reservations and the, 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 the Genie Pluses and the dining reservations and the, you know, that wasn't happening 28 years ago. So even though it's like a pain in the butt now to do it, you say to yourself, okay, we've kind of gone along with how mm-hmm. it happens. So I just wish you good luck. <laughs> good luck planning.
0: Have fun though. Have
1: fun. Yeah. The best thing is, is it that, you know, sometimes it. the the simplest and again, things work with and the... the travel agency right. you not really want
0: to plan that much. Right. <laughs>
1: sometimes the free things are the most fun. So, you know, so, but sorry yeah. to interrupt you. No, it's okay. okay. But yeah, good luck. Have fun. Okay, see you. Good good. Okay, Bye.